Hello, hello everybody and welcome back to my third episode of A Happy Place. I am so excited to be here and I have a lot to say. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's get right into it. <laughs> okay, I'll play the actual intro. <laughs> So I have three segments that I am super excited to talk about. They're definitely a little lighter than last week's episode, which I think is a good thing because it got a little, things got a little heavy there, got a little dark. So let's move the clouds and, (laughs) and add a little bit of light. So I guess I'll just get right into this first segment here, which is music. Music is a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. But um, basically, music is really cool to me for two reasons. The first being that it can bring people together. It can connect people across different ages, different generations, different cultures, you name it. Like, music is just something that can bring people together. Um, An example that comes to mind is I was at my friend Matt, his aunt's house. We're all hanging out, and um, this stranger comes up to me. He's not really a stranger, but, you know, I don't know him well. And, <laughs> wait, let me backtrack. I feel I feel weird if he watches this now and he's like, bro, we've known each other for like eight years. Don't call me a stranger. Anyway, this acquaintance of mine comes up to me and he's like, top three artists, go. I was like, oh, dang. Okay, I guess we're getting, we're getting into this. And, yeah, so I give him mine and then I'm like, okay, top three songs, go. And it's just really cool how, like, People can sit around in a circle and just learn a lot about each other based on what it is that they listen to. So I thought that was really cool. And if you're wondering, I want to say I said Mac Miller, number one, obviously, love him. I named Blue after Blue Slide Park, and Divine Feminine is probably the best thing that was ever created. Um, That is not an opinion, that is a fact. (laughs) And I don't know who I said after that, I'll be honest. I think maybe... J. Cole was in there. And then probably like the Beatles or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, music can bring people together. <laughs> the second point being that it very much can dictate my mood, set the ambiance, or kind of influence the way you're feeling. That's also just a known fact. Like music can make you feel certain ways. And I also definitely think this is very prevalent in movies or television if you're watching something. If they get the right music behind it, it can make all the difference. Like, it can make a scene dramatic, or it can make a funny scene funny, or a rom-com cheesy. Like, it really sets the tone of the movie. I thought that I'd hop on here and tell you a little bit about the different genres that I like to listen to and why I'm doing it. So, first, we have my rap the classic the go-to I think it's very prevalent in today's day and age especially with my age group so college we're all listening to rap that's you know that's just what we do rap caviar on spotify classic yeah so I like J. Cole Kanye Mac Miller um my friend Grace likes YW Melly that's a personal thing I guess but I think it's funny too because we'll listen to it when we're getting ready to go out or you know, when we're hanging out at home. And like, that's one instance that I listen to rap, but I'll also listen to rap at like eight in the morning when I'm in my car, I have my, you know, my corporate business casual clothes on 
got my coffee in hand and I'm on my way to work. I sit down, I buckle up and you would think that I'm listening to something mellow, but I'm literally putting on like the most aggressive rap that you could muster up. That's what I start my mornings with on my way to my nine to five. But yeah, so rap, rap is classic. Speaking of classic, classic rock is um, something that I definitely inherited from my dad. Like when I think of classic rock, I have very specific artists in mind. Like I'm thinking like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Leonard Skinner, The Eagles, that kind of era. Even like, (laughs) I hate to say it, but I would throw like Nickelback in there too. Like anything that reminds me of my father, I lump under the classic rock category. And I love it. Like I think when we're on the beach in the summer, that's definitely something that we're listening to because it's just, it's just agreeable. It kind of, you know, my grandparents don't hate it. My parents love it. I love it. And, you know, my younger cousins probably hate it a little bit, but it's like, our dads all listen to it. So like, whatever, we put up with it. (laughs) No, but I I like classic rock. 90s music, because my parents had my brother and I, um, late 90s, early 2000s, they were in college in the 90s. So pretty much anything that they listened to was very prevalent in my childhood. And that became like sacred to me. So anything, pretty much anything that my parents listened to, I love. So I listen to that kind of stuff too. When I'm lifting, I think it's funny because I have recently gotten into strictly Biggie Smalls when I'm lifting, (laughs) and I think it's so funny. I texted my friend that. I was like, yo, Biggie Smalls, when you're lifting, hits different, and he was like, no, I listen to classical music. I was like, you, okay, that's moving on, but classical music, in my opinion, is the same as lo-fi, and I know that sounds weird, but they should be used in the same instances. It's like you're at a coffee shop or you're studying or you're chill like it's it's meant to be listened to alone for sure edm or dance music is strictly for running and cardio um that's what i like to listen to when i'm exercising but it's also acceptable when you're at clubs at the jersey shore or in iron bar at morristown um 70s is ideal for car rides when you're alone with the windows down the sun is shining, it's preferably 75 degrees, and you're playing My Sweet Lord, More Than a Woman, like anything by the Bee Gees, really, and then Love and Happiness. And then when you get sick of that, you could switch to like modern, alternative, or indie, so we're talking Kilby Girl or Sunbleached Girl, same vibes as 70s, like you want to be alone in the car in the summer. Gospel or anything religious is reserved for <laughs> No, I'm kidding. This isn't like the law, but I definitely listen to gospel or anything religious on my way to mass or throughout any Sunday. I I do love it. And honestly, there's something about it that makes me feel more spiritual and grounded and I don't kind of brings out the emotion in me, I'll say it. I went to a concert with my friend Sarah, I want to say last semester, and it was like gospel music and I, I want to say she teared up when we were at it. Like it, it was just so, it's just such a different kind of connection with music and with God. And I definitely love it. So that wraps up my little music segment. Definitely use music for different reasons, different genres for different reasons. And I could tell you I have about like 200 Spotify playlists all broken up by genre because if you couldn't tell, I like organization and, you know, I guess just control <laughs> in my life. 
And um, if you look at my boyfriend's Spotify, it's actually sickening because he has one master playlist with like any song he's ever liked. So I'm talking, this is like a 70 plus hour playlist of any genre all mixed in. To me, that is like cardiac arrest and I can't do that. But, you know, I, I respect the people who can, but that's just not the way that I can live my life. So I'll wrap up the music segment on that note. Let me switch into some updates because I've been really good about my routines and I've just been feeling really refreshed lately. So yeah, let's get into some updates. (sighs) Okay, first and foremost, um, I'm waking up at like 5 in the morning. I'm taking Joe home. I'm going to Orange Theory at like 6.15 a.m., getting a full 60-minute workout. Come home at 7, I'm making like breakfast, a smoothie, some toast, feeding Blue... And then Blue and I will go on like a three-mile walk, and I've got some headphones in, and I'm listening to, lately I've been listening to The Bible in a Year. It's a podcast. I love it. Um, It's been, I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down and read the Bible cover to cover. Had to be Sunday school or CCD, so it's been really great. I mean, it's like 20-minute episodes, and you get a couple of readings in, and I feel really connected to God, so I've been loving that. Um, And then I get back and it's like 10 in the morning. I've had a whole day and it's like 10 in the morning. And then I clean my room, make my bed. Um, I'm journaling. I'm writing down what I learned in the readings through the podcast. And I've got like a great routine, right? And then I go to sleep (laughs) from like, not proud to admit it, but I go to sleep from like 10 to 3 p.m. And then I wake up and I'm either watching TV or hanging out with friends or Joe gets home from class. So it's been honestly like perfect this has been the perfect little break that I've had here and I'm definitely excited to get back into the real world and you know go back home to New Jersey see my family and my friends but it has been blissful so that's super exciting and then the other thing that I did this week that was totally out of nowhere I don't know what overcame me but I was like in the spirit of self-love, I want to go do a photo shoot. Like nothing is stopping me from going to do a photo shoot. So I called and I made an appointment and um, I went to it and I was super nervous for some reason. Like I was like sweaty and anxious, but I had this really cute outfit on and I just started to get it comfortable. And so he started taking these pictures and I eased into it and I was really scared because I didn't see a single one. Like, I paid, I gave him my card, I was like, alright, we're done and done, and he's like, okay, I'll get you these photos in a few days. And I didn't see, like, a single one before I got them back, so I was like, I hope these came out good. But, um, I got them back, like, maybe an hour ago, and I'm absolutely obsessed. Like, I had no idea I looked like that. I <laughs> I feel so confident, and I'm just so, like, I think it's really cool to just be able to look at my progress, because I definitely think that I have some sort of body image like I I don't know how else to put it like because I have lost weight I almost don't recognize myself when I look in the mirror I don't know how else to explain that like it takes me a second and I kind of don't know what I look like that much but like not in a bad way it's not like nothing negative like I'm very confident in my body and my skin and I love myself but it's just weird I don't really look at myself and process so it's nice to have pictures because when I look at pictures I'm like oh like that's what I look like (laughs) so yeah maybe I should get that checked out maybe we should work on that but um I really am happy with the way that they came out and I kind of encourage you to just like treat yourself like that like go go you want to go get a photo shoot go get a photo shoot 
you want to get new clothes and get a whole new wardrobe, do it. As long as you have the budget, though, because you know what? I went to Target the other day, and I was feeling spendy, (laughs) and my budget does not allow for me to feel that way right now, but that's okay. Everything is all okay. So yeah, those are my updates, my life updates. I'll be going home to New Jersey. Soon enough, I'll see my friends and my family, and then I'll start my big girl job. So life is scary, but life is very, very good, and I'm super grateful for the position that I am in. Okay, uh, I'll get into my last segment, which is food and eating, (laughs) which is something that I love to do, so I figured I could speak on this. Recently, I, so about two months ago, I transitioned into a gluten-free lifestyle. I'm going to try to rephrase that. That came out super weird. So two months ago, I started eating (laughs) gluten-free, and um, it's been super great for me. I mean, I decided to do it because I have these little bumps on my arm. I've had them since I was maybe 12 years old. And um, it's called chicken scratch or chicken skin or strawberry skin, whatever you want to call it. And I've had doctors who are like, there's no direct correlation between this and gluten, but many people have cut gluten out of their life and it seems to help. So I gave that a go. And sure enough, two months later, like they're gone. So it's been crazy. And I don't think it's been that difficult for me to eat gluten free. Um, I found a lot of good substitutes like bread I've been doing. Um... Even desserts, because that's a big one. I love sweets. So I always try to allow myself to have some kind of sweet at the end of the night because it satisfies that craving. I don't like to feel like I'm restricting any sort of food just because of the way that my personality and my behavior is. If I feel that I'm restricting something, I like try to almost binge it, like get as much as I can because I know that I'm not going to be allowed to have it another time. So once I was able to kind of recognize that, I was able to allow myself to have the foods that I want to have and satisfy those cravings throughout the day. So usually in the morning I wake up and I have, (laughs) here's the thing you have to know about me. I have a very peanut butter heavy diet. I don't know if that's the best thing in the world, but like I'm talking, I have like a tablespoon of peanut butter with every meal that I'm eating, snacks included. (laughs) So I wake up and I have a very protein heavy breakfast, usually a lot of eggs involved. Um, And then I go about my day and then usually for lunch I'm having some kind of sandwich and then some veggies on the side maybe even a carb with like some popcorn or pretzels or whatever, but they're all gluten-free. And then for dinner, I usually try to have some vegetables and a protein. So my go-to is usually fried vegetables and chicken. And then I have that good old gluten-free dessert. And I've been having like these, they're called heavenly hunks and they're like little oatmeal chunks and they've been perfect. And so far, you know what? I've been so happy to be gluten-free. So I definitely think it's made a positive impact in my life, but the thing about dieting and switching diets, for me especially, like, it just cannot feel restrictive. So I have to be very, I guess, forgiving. So let's say I accidentally eat something and it's got gluten in it. I feel like in the past I've been like, okay, screw this. I just broke the diet. So, like, it's a big old cheat day and then, you know, tomorrow I'll get back to it. So then I just, like, eat whatever. But now my mindset's definitely changed. It's like, oops, <laughs> I accidentally had gluten. Like, that stinks. I could like carry out the rest of my day and you know, it's not the end of the world. So I've definitely changed my mindset and my relationship with food for the better. So definitely things are looking up there. But I do want to talk about something that I have been doing too recently. And I think it's been making a big difference because it's just something that we don't think about anymore. So if you compare um, what we eat now and how we get food. So let's say you're hungry and you know, you're on a crunch of time 
So you're in your car and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stop at Taco Bell or McDonald's or whatever. You go there, you're, you wait in line for five minutes. You give them $3.99. You got two tacos. You go home and you eat your meal in 10 minutes and you don't think anything of it. And that's that. And the harsh reality is that food shouldn't be that excess. Uh, that's a weird way to put it. What I'm trying to say, <laughs> that came out so wrong. What I'm trying to say is that food now is not the way that it used to be. If I wanted to have the same taco meal, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, I would have to go out and I would have to hunt that cow and I would have to kill the cow with my hands. And then I would have to skin it and then like grind the, I'm about to go vegetarian after talking about that. Or I would have to grow my own lettuce and grow my own tomatoes and harvest the crops. You know, there was a lot more effort and a lot more thought that went behind preparing a meal. Whereas now it's just a very quick transaction. I swipe my card and I have food and I don't think about it. So I've been trying to almost pause and reflect and be grateful. Even if I do get a meal that's just like something that I purchased and it's processed and it's super quick. I do kind of before I eat it, I like to think, like sit and think and reflect and almost be like, I am so lucky how easy it is now compared to how it would have been. And I think that a lot of that is lost in these kinds of transactional eating habits. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically I try to prepare food as much as I can and I try to reflect while I'm doing it. So that's my little TED talk. It wasn't very well executed, but you know what I'm saying. I just, I definitely think that there's certain things that we take for granted now that we shouldn't. Yeah, I think I think that about covers everything I wanted to say. So, so on that note, I'm going to head out because uh, I'm starting to lose my mind. So be safe and be well. And I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. I would also like to point out that this is my third episode. And that's a really big deal because on my other podcast, I didn't make it this far. So here's just sticking to something and being consistent. And I love you all for your support. Thank you. Goodbye. We've been trading away days like the wind.